Do something nice for someone every day. Do something nice for yourself every day. Take a risk every day, including expressing your feelings. Give a compliment daily, and also don't forget to compliment yourself. Be grateful and appreciative. Have an attitude of gratitude. Talk to yourself in a more confident way. Stop all negative criticism for good. Walk and move like a confident person. Visualize regularly and keep big, confident pictures in your head. Remember, you are lovable. You are enough. In today's busy world, how can we find the inspiration, knowledge, and energy to live a healthy and empowered life? If we balance and harmonize our mind, exercise our body, live according to the laws of nature, and connect to spirit, can we find a way to heal, become our authentic self, and live our purpose with love? I am your hostess, Amy Fournier, and welcome back to Awakening Aphrodite. Welcome back to Awakening Aphrodite. This show is about helping you to be healthy and fit in mind, body, and spirit, as well as harmonize your masculine and feminine energy. Tap into your intuition, your true source of power, and awaken your authentic self. Today is a Fast Friday, and it's the final episode in a three-part series that I'm reading from a book, uh, Relationship and uh, Mindset Expert, Marissa Peer. Her book, Ultimate Confidence, is the book that we're reading from today, and I remind and encourage you to check out the other two episodes with Marissa, where we talk about 10 things not to do in relationships and um, uh, how to overcome self-criticism. All right, today we're going to talk about 10 ways to feel good about yourself. Let's just get right to it, okay? Here we go. Number one, like yourself. Other people will like you to the degree that you like yourself. (laughs) We can all find something to like about ourselves. What you look like is just the wrapping. Think of all the compliments you've ever been given and remember them. The more you like yourself, the more other people will like you and feel reassured about you. The minute you like yourself, your sense of self-worth and self-esteem goes up. And as you increase your own sense of self-worth, everyone around you increases their sense of your self-worth too. We live in a world where we believe that continually improving ourselves is the key to happiness. That is not strictly correct. Accepting ourselves is the key to happiness and confidence. There's a cosmetic surgery clinic called Transform and its message is that when you transform your body, you will be happy. A younger face or a smaller nose will make you happy and confident. And yet I've worked with many cosmetic surgeons who send me their clients that worry them because they keep coming back for more and more surgery. The nose is still not quite right, or now they want liposuction or a tummy tuck as well. Transformation begins when you like yourself and you can see all the good things about yourself. You don't transform by working out or having liposuction. You transform by seeing all the good things about you. And when you see them, everyone else will see them too. That does not mean you should not make the best of yourself, but it does mean that you recognize that there is no destination called confidence or happiness and that you will not arrive there one day. Happiness and confidence are the journey. You will meet your need for significance by liking yourself. Yeah, and I'll just add, you know, check out the Fast Friday episode I did reading from Dr. Christian Northrup's book. Uh, we, it, the title is something about uh, how to receive or receiving. Because a lot of times when we're feeling badly about ourselves, 
I've noticed like you don't even really notice compliments, right? They just, they kind of like bounce off you. Like they deflect off you. You don't kind of like receive them and take them in. So it's almost like your, your consciousness, your awareness uh, just isn't even aware that people are complimenting you and, and do like you because you just kind of have this, this like preconceived notion that people don't like you. And then you kind of, you know, self-fulfilling prophecy. So check out that episode on how to receive so you can receive compliments and let it in. Okay. Number two on how to feel good about yourself. Don't try to be perfect. Oh, yep. (laughs) You're entering a race that you can't win. You can't even finish as the finish line always moves beyond your reach. Your race to reach perfection is an optical illusion. It's a mirage. People who seek and appear to need perfection have been proved to be the unhappiest and most unsatisfied people in the world. You will, you will meet your need for acceptance when you stop trying to be perfect. Tip number three, find out what you love to do and do it. We all have a gift and our gifts lie right behind and are directly connected to what we love doing and what we love doing. Listen to this between the ages of seven and 14. You've probably heard me talk a lot about just think back to when you were a child, what you love to do, what would make time go away. You got lost in an activity. What just light you up? What got you excited? These are all tips to, to find out because a lot of us have just lost touch with that joy, right? Trust me, I get it. When we do what we love, we shine and we understand why we're on the planet. We recognize the genius in ourselves and we do all have it. Yes, you, 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 you have it. (laughs) I'm adding that. You are not put here just to find love. You are here to understand our talents and we are here to understand our talents and use them. What did you love to do when you were a kid? What do you love doing now? You can only be truly successful when you do something you love. You will meet your need for contribution when you do what you love. And like I always say, if you're not working from and by and for love, you're just laboring. You know, labor of love is just that, labor of love rather than just labor. Tip number four, set yourself goals and move towards their achievement. Our brains are natural goal-seeking mechanisms. With goals, we have purpose and direction. Without them, we drift and flounder. Authentic happiness comes from setting yourself goals and moving toward their accomplishment. Happiness is not only the goal destination, it's also the goal journey. We're just as happy moving towards our goals as when we're achieving them. That's why so many people who have achieved a goal go on to achieve yet another one. You will meet your need for growth when you move towards and reach your goals. Tip number five, be altruistic. Scientists have found that doing something nice for others, no matter how small, makes us feel better and for longer than buying clothes or shoes or comfort eating. Precise, spontaneous acts of generosity and kindness are key. If you're stuck in a traffic queue and someone wants to join the line, let them in. You'll feel good about yourself and and you'll reach where you're going in almost the same length of time anyway, except you'll be significantly less stressed and better able to cope with what you're doing when you get there. At the supermarket, if someone does not have enough money, give it to them. 
I've had so many big successes and wonderful moments in my life to remember. But what I remember are the little things, like someone in line making up my money when I was short and by doing the same thing for other people when they're short at the checkout. I also remember a man's face at the train station when I gave him his fare. He was looking so distressed as he just didn't have enough money and when I gave it to him, he looked as if he had just won the lottery and his happiness gave back to me so much more than the few dollars I gave him. The thing I remember the most is a, is a small boy whose family had no money coming to our house when I was about 14 to collect my bike and my dad had promised it to him. Dad had found it abandoned at school and was working in the garage restoring it so this little boy could have a bike. As I took him to the garage, he said to me, your dad is so kind. Is he Jesus? <laughs> I just love kids. Isn't that the best? My dad showed me that life is about making a difference. He was always helping people, and I'm so glad I learned that from him. Okay, this is kind of tip number five and a half. Praise more and criticize, especially, criticize less, especially yourself. Praise boosts self-esteem, and criticism withers it. Superior people praise others, and people who dislike themselves are very critical of others. They express outwardly their own feelings of discontent. When you praise someone, you also benefit, as when you give a compliment, we get something back. You can always find something nice to say about somebody. When you boost someone else's self-esteem, you boost your own. Try telling the supermarket cashier that she has lovely hair or nails, or you like her perfume. You both will benefit. I do that a lot. Scientists have shown that doing or saying something nice to others gives us longer lasting pleasure than chocolate. Oh, I don't know about that one. Sorry, but <laughs> I'm not sure. I love my chocolate. But I will say that, you know, when I compliment a cashier or something, you know, they have just such a rote automatic job. I feel like these people in the service industry and you know, everything's just like people don't even look at them as people, you know, they're just like robots. People are like on their phone, not even paying attention to this other human being. And I always try to make eye contact and say, hello, how you doing? And give them some kind of little sincere compliment, not just like, you know, make it up, but just something appropriate. And sometimes they just look at me almost in horror, like, oh my God, she's talking to me or like, you know, what someone's, you know, acknowledging me. And it, to me, it's just, it's just so important. You know, it's like, these are human beings. These are people. They're thoughts and feelings inside there and that's what we're all here and I appreciate your doing this job to help me buy my vegetables or whatever you know so anyway just something so simple and it gives me so much joy too because um it feels good to make someone else feel good doesn't it okay so give lots of compliments including to yourself don't forget yourself and remember it has to be sincere you can tell anyone that they're doing a great job and you can give yourself a compliment all the time don't give, don't hold back. You deserve compliments. And if you're not getting enough, give them to yourself. Simple things like, you did a great job. I look lovely. I'm a good person. I like myself. These will meet your need for certainty. I talk about this all the time. You have to be your own biggest cheerleader. Tip number eight, express your hurt as soon as you can. Don't wait to tell someone they've hurt your feelings. Mm. The key to inner happiness is an ability to express hurt and a willingness to do it as close to the event that the hurt happened as possible. All anger 
is hurt that has not been expressed. So get into the excellent habit of saying, my feelings were hurt when you forgot my birthday, canceled lunch, etc., didn't show up, rather than saying, you made me mad when you forgot my birthday. I was really angry when you didn't show up. Even worse is keeping those feelings inside. They have to find an outlet somewhere. An unexpressed hurt can make you tense, anxious, and ill. True, it can also make you overeat, overshop, overwork, whatever. <laughs> if you can't tell someone like a boss or relative that they've hurt you, say it out loud in private instead and it will have a better effect on your self-esteem than keeping it inside. You will meet, meet your need for inner peace by expressing your hurt. Wow. Tip number seven, every day think about what is good and great about your life. A great tip, everybody. I love number seven. Even when things are going wrong, you can still think, what is good about this? It sounds crazy, I know, but it works. And you can find out what's good about anything if you look for it. What's good about being stuck in traffic? Well, you have a car for one. What's good about the queue at, at queue, sorry, she's English. So basically she's saying, what's good about being in line? Well, you live in a country with abundance of food and you have enough money to buy it that you're in the store. So this is, this is just a great reframe, isn't it? True, true, true. You know, stuck in traffic going to work? Well, at least you have a job that you can pay your bills. Some people don't have jobs. Okay, so I think this is just a great mental calisthenic to expand your thinking in a bad situation, to find the good, training your mind how to find the good, training your mind like you train your body. All right, back to Marissa. Some people would love to have a job that's stressful, a partner who's messy, a child who's expensive, a baby who keeps them up at night, or a house that needs constant upkeep. By focusing on all these things that are great, you focus on what you have instead of what you don't have. It also helps to think about what you would have given 10 years ago to have that problem you have now. For example, when I drove my daughter to school each day, I was thinking ne negatively and hating the journey. I was using really negative words like, because of the roads and the road work reduced to one lane, it's taking an eternity to get there and it takes forever and it's horrendous traffic, blah, blah, blah. Until one day I was sitting in my car in the rain waiting for the traffic to move and I looked at the woman standing at a bus stop with her son and realized how lucky I was I even had a car. I was driving my daughter to a fantastic school that I was lucky enough to choose and I had the time to actually drive her. When I was in the supermarket line to pay for my shopping and the person in front was giving new meaning to the word slow, I made myself do the same thing and say how lucky I am to be in the store with money to buy whatever food I choose, to take home to have a dinner party and have people over who love me. I probably sound nauseating and glib about it, but I don't like food shopping and I don't always like cooking in moments before doing the God I hate shopping thing. I have to buy it. I have to go through this scenario. Again, your problem might be someone else's fantasy or dream come true. It's all how you look at it. You will meet your need for gratitude and appreciation for doing this. Tip number eight, use the words I'm choosing to or choosing not to. This is a great tip. I love this tip. Studies have shown that very successful people never say I can't or I can. 
They say, I am choosing to, or I choose not to. Love that. I've heard it say too, like, you know, if you're shooting yourself, like I should do this, I should do that, replace the SH with a C. So instead of saying should, you could say I could. Like as if I chose to, I could work out. I could eat a salad, I could whatever, right? So saying I choose to. By doing so, you feel in control. You feel in control of yourself and your destiny. It is not possible to feel truly good about ourselves until we feel like we can shape and influence the direction and change the course of our lives. Just changing the words you use can have a dramatic change in your feelings. You will meet your need for certainty if you do this. Words are so powerful. Oh my gosh, they're so powerful. Number nine, eat some serotonin boosting foods every day. Serotonin is a feel-good hormone, and many binge eaters, depressives, and alcoholics even lack serotonin. If you have, I will add, if you have seasonal affective disorder, you know, not enough sun where you are, winter blues, winter blahs, you're definitely low in serotonin as well. The biggest boosters of serotonin are bananas, eggs, remember they free-range, eat the yolks, those are the most important part, turkey, dates, pears, avocados, and very dark chocolate. Hallelujah! You want to see my favorite dark chocolate? It's on my e-store, by the way. I love it. And they even give you a discount code. I bake with it all the time. I make my own healthy chocolate. Super healthy and actually promotes your heart health as well. So yeah, comfort eating. If this is sounding familiar, you're low in serotonin. Check out my episode with Dr. Lorraine Browning. We did on happy chemicals. That's a great episode. We talk about neurotransmitters. Also, taking a full vitamin B complex and B6 will help increase as well. All right, let's land this plane. Last tip, number 10, be tactile. Touch someone every day. I'll add touch someone or something alive. It could even be a plant, preferably like an animal, uh, if it's not a person. Touching others releases oxytocin, another neurotransmitter. Again, check out that episode with Dr. Lorraine Browning to find out more. That's the cuddle hormone, right? The love hormone. Looking into their eyes, and, and uh, if it's somebody you love, also releases oxytocin. Even if you don't have a partner to love and touch, hugging friends and children or stroking pets has a similar effect. People love people who are warm and empathetic, so don't hold back. Just touching someone on the arm as you talk to them can make an impact. You know, and I will add, it might be the only time someone touches them like all day or all week or God knows how much even longer, right? When the pandemic hit and the world shut down and they told us to isolate, you know, it was just a huge health problem. Mental health and physical health just dumped in the tank. Talk about decreasing your immune system. We need touch. We need affection. And it increases all these important hormones and transmitters in our body. There's a biological need for touch. There's even a term for infant babies that are born without being touched enough by the people around them, the caretakers. It's called failure to thrive syndrome. It's actually a thing and it continues your whole damn life. Check out my episode with um, Fred Provenza and we talk about if you're a licked rat. (laughs) Because research has shown that mother rats who lick their babies actually have happier, more well-adjusted, normal weight babies. And mothers who didn't lick their rats have babies with a lot of uh, emotional health problems. Crazy stuff. This is real biology. This isn't just foo-foo. Okay? So make sure you are sharing touch with something alive in your world as a regular nutrient 
okay? Just like you're eating your <laughs> your grass-fed beef for all the zinc and awesome iron and minerals and protein and all that, well, make sure you're getting your touch nutrient as well. All right, so I hope this helps. These are tips. Summing it up, do something nice for someone every day. Do something nice for yourself every day. Take a risk every day, including expressing your feelings. Give a compliment daily, and also don't forget to compliment yourself. Be grateful and appreciative. Have an attitude of gratitude. Talk to yourself in a more confident way. Stop all negative criticism for good. Walk and move like a confident person. Visualize regularly and keep big, confident pictures in your head. Remember, you are lovable. You are enough. Become a natural goal setter. Only use confident, positive language. All right, my friend. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you want to support the show, subscribe, share it with a friend, and I would be super indebted giving you a huge virtual hug and kiss if you would leave a review. Want to check out the stuff I love and use every day? Check out my website, eStore. They have discount codes there. And jump on my email list to hear more from me. A lot of personal stuff I share with my email audience only. Thanks for being with me. Love you. See you next time. Would you like to support my mission to help empower people all over the world to be all of who they truly are? If so, please subscribe to the show, leave a review on iTunes, and share it with a friend. And if you're looking to take immediate action to align your energy and optimize your health, visit amyfournier.com. Thanks for listening to Awakening Aphrodite. Let's awaken her together in you. I'm your hostess, Amy Fournier, and I already can't wait to be with you again and for you to hear what I have planned for the next show. Thanks for listening to Awakening Aphrodite with Amy Fournier. To learn more about Amy, check out her website, amyfournier.com. That's A-M-Y-F-O-U-R-N-I-E-R.com. You can also check out Amy's live and on-demand virtual fitness and yoga classes and sign up for her newsletter to receive a free mini ebook of three of her top tips for making holistic health a lifestyle. Again, that's amyfournier.com and get your ebook sent to your email immediately. Connect with Amy on the daily on Instagram at fitamytv, F-I-T-A-M-Y-T-V. And watch many of the podcast episodes and subtopic clips on her YouTube channel, which is also Fit Amy TV. Enjoy, and we'll see you next time on Awakening Aphrodite.